0: Monday, we saw the release of the uh, uh, Texas Manufacturing Survey for the Dallas Fed. and It's not something the market usually pays attention to. This one really caught our eye, though. The number came in about a third of what was expected. Then Tuesday morning, we started seeing the Chicago Purchasing Manager Survey showing that orders were weak and consumer confidence, the lowest level since February, came in well below expectations. Expectations, And then more information from the Dallas Fed about the service sector. And that sector is looking weak. Something's going on. Emily Kerr is the Dallas Fed senior business economist and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So this is Texas. I mean, this is something that's supposed to be going on in the rest of the world, not here. Is it as bad as it appears to be? I mean, this number, like I say, your number Monday came in a third of what we were expecting.
1: Yeah, I, I think the, the data. I mean, I think one thing that's important to keep in mind is even if we see some of these numbers coming down from really high July readings, they're still historically quite high. So I do think there's reason, you know, more reason to be hopeful than maybe at first glance. Um, in both the manufacturing and service sector, uh, we have these tangible measures of activity. We have production for manufacturing, we have revenue for services. And those indexes, although they ticked down in August, they remained highly positive and are holding up quite well, given what we're seeing in the broader economy with this COVID surge.
0: You know, one of the best parts about this this report, and, and when I read it, which is usually, I, I always go to the questions. And you ask lots of questions, and you get lots of people responding to them. And these people just seem to be profoundly down. You know, uh, how many of you think you're going to have trouble hiring? Like 90 percent, and um, how many are uncertain about, you know, what's going forward? And it was like everybody. I, they really seemed to be, but I mean, it was palpable this time around. I think that, and this looks like a trend
1: yeah so i think there's three headwinds that are really at play among texas businesses right now and you kind of touched on them there so uh, labor shortages are really acute Um, not even just difficulty hiring but also absenteeism among this uh, latest covid surge Uh, we're also seeing really really strong supply chain disruptions and we haven't seen any relief so far from either those supply chain uh, issues, or also these labor shortages. And then of course the new one over the past month, month and a half has been the, of course the resurgence of, of COVID and the six uh, contagious Delta variants. Um, and so those three things are kind of this joint stream that, that's putting a pretty decent headwind uh, on firms. But I, I do think one thing that's interesting though in this August report is if you compare what we're seeing now to what we saw say in the winter surge of COVID or last summer's surge, business is holding up quite a bit better now than it was it was during those prior surges. So I do think there is still reason to to think that Texas is gonna show that same resilience that we are known for, uh, but, but I agree, things are certainly, you know, the headwinds are mounting, um, but I do just wanna you know, make sure to reiterate that that things are not, you know, things are still growing at an above average rate, even for Texas. Right,
0: right. The, the uh, one of the other aspects I looked at was this this outlook uncertainty index. Mm-hmm. And it went from 14.6 to 21.1, which was the highest since May 2020. And usually when people or businesses are uncertain, they just don't do anything.
1: Yeah, I think the Delta variant is certainly at the forefront of many people's minds as they sort of think, what are these next three months going to look like? And is this going to derail the recovery that we've seen? So uncertainty is certainly rising, and, and we'll just wait and have to see how that plays out. But but so far, we have seen uh, quite a bit more resiliency of actual business activity versus some of the prior surges.
0: Hey, talk about the manufacturers in Texas. I mean, we all know that nationally, I mean, the service sector is the – by far the greatest part of the economy 80 or 90%. Here in Texas, what is manufacturing? Is that is that the oil and gas industry?
1: Yeah, so we have quite a bit of it's pretty broad based the manufacturing uh sector here in Texas. A lot of it is oil and gas related, so petrochemicals, refinery, uh things like that. We also have quite a bit of high tech manufacturing, uh food manufacturing, transportation services, uh, you know, uh, autos, um and uh, so it's pretty pretty broad based, but yeah, we do have quite a strong contingency of of oil and gas related manufacturing. You know,
0: Kevin, think about it. I mean, the automobile sector, I guess, is going to really grow. Uh, maybe as early as the end of this year, when Austin starts cranking out Teslas like crazy. And now, of course, the the juicy rumor that Rivian might be assembling automobiles in in West Fort Worth. That would change the nature of of our economy, wouldn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, we just need to get through these supply shortages, So, especially the auto industry. Just so many manufacturers are talking about hard, you know, just difficulty sourcing the parts they need to capitalize on that demand that's coming their way.
0: You know, uh, uh, Rob Kaplan, the, your CEO of the Dallas Fed, was on the show here a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things that he was pointing out, he said, in particular, the petrochemical industry, that we were still seeing supply chain problems going back to the freeze from February. I, we're still recovering from that aren't we
1: yeah there's been unfortunately several blows to the texas supply chain that's impacted us you know even as other states that are seeing some of the COVID impact but didn't have that winter storm damage that we did
0: all right well uh hopefully a better reading the next time around and and maybe this isn't isn't a trend and and it is still texas after all right
1: that's right.
0: Emily Kerr is the senior business economist for the Dallas Federal Reserve. We appreciate the time. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot. Take care.
0: Thanks for more of our conversation with Ms. Kerr. Go to KRLD.com/slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.